Petrocast. It's back to the arena. The interviews with DC the DJ. Welcome back to another episode of Back to the Arena. The interviews as we are continuing a handful of classic slash retro episodes uh, from people that I interviewed on the radio show but a while ago. And this interview today uh, is going to be with Ken Mary, the drummer of the band Flotsam and Jetsam. I spoke with him in June of 2021, right after their latest album, Blood in the Water, came out. And I will have that interview coming up. It is a retro interview with Ken Mary. It's coming up after the break on Back to the Arena, the interviews. Conversation, rock, and more. It's back to the arena, the interviews. Hello again, it is me, DC. It's not often that we get to speak with the drummer of bands, so it is cool to have you on the show. Well, of course. I mean, drums are the coolest instrument. Everybody knows that, so yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You You should always be be talking to the drummer. (laughs) Well, you know, in a perfect world, I guess that would be the case. Uh, You joined the band in uh, 2017 after playing with some big-name bands, which we'll touch on in a bit, but... Uh, tell me, how does this, uh, you know, the band's 14th album and your second differ from the last one, The End of Chaos? Well, it was really interesting. This album uh, was certainly a, a unique situation that none of us have ever faced before. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm talking about uh, COVID, of course, and that was a non-COVID cough. So, <laughs> so, so you're safe. You know, you can't catch that over Zoom. So you're all, you're all right. But um you know, COVID, it was a very strange year for all of us. And in terms of this album differing from the last one, uh, there were some things that were the same. And then there were some things that were very different. Uh, the things that were the same were the energy that went into the record. Like the last album, The End of Chaos, we were very proud of that album. We feel like it was a, a great representation of who the band is. And we kind of felt like we were, we put ourselves in a tough position to follow it up. We like, you know, wow, we really put a lot into that album. How are we going to top it? And then, so we were a little concerned about that on this album. And then as we got into doing it, uh, you know, the circumstances had certainly changed. Uh, COVID was in full swing in Arizona here. We, we had the, the one of the highest cases per capita in the entire world here in Arizona. So uh, it was a different thing doing the record. We did We do have a lot of elderly parents in the band, you know, that the band has. Uh, the singer has elderly parents. I have elderly parents. And uh, so we had to be very careful, um, you know, to, to, to be safe uh, and, and abide by, you know, the rules. So fortunately, in my studio, uh, we have separate air conditioning in, in two different rooms. I, I have a full world class SSL facility and we were able to get work done by keeping one person in the tracking room and then I would be in the control room. Uh, recording. So so that was a little different for us as well, because we weren't really hanging out when we initially started this. I mean, we were like saying hello behind glass. <laughs> and yeah. and uh, but I will tell you this, I think because of the circumstances and because of the, you know, some of the terrible things that happened. I mean, we had two guys in the band get COVID. Uh, one of them took like five weeks to recover. Um, the singer AK's mom was in the hospital for eight weeks and she almost died. I mean, it was very, it was very close. Um, they, they called several times saying, you know, this is, this is going to be about it. Uh, and so, and she pulled through, which is, you know, we're very thankful for that. So, 
it's, it was a rough year and we had a lot of friends get sick. Um, I know personally, probably 30 to 40 people, you know, that had the virus, almost everybody I know. And some of them, you know, were not serious. And then a couple of them ended up in the hospital on oxygen for a week. And, you know, these are not small things. So it was a very different atmosphere for doing the album. And I think some of the emotions and some of the angst and some of the anger and, and just some of the different, uh, you know, it's definitely a, an angry album and it's, 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 it has, it's very aggressive album. And I think so, you know, fortunately, I guess you might say, you know, it actually gave us some of the fuel to, to make this, what we feel is an even better record than chaos. Well, was that a, the intention you know, going into recording the new material to make it a little more aggressive? We didn't consciously make that decision. We just started writing and started started putting songs together. And invariably, we started choosing the songs that were the more aggressive songs to include on the album. I think that's just because where we all were at and what we all were liking at that time. Uh, it wasn't like an intentional decision where we said, hey, we're going to go super aggressive on this album. We just started putting on the songs that we loved. And I think that that's what we did on Chaos as well. We tried to make sure that there's nothing on the album that we don't love personally. And if, it, if it's a song that we all dig and we all feel great about it and we put it on, then we feel like, okay, well, now there's a reason for fans to like it. We feel like if we include some song that we don't feel strongly about, then why, why should anybody else like it? Right. Now, do you feel like you took extra time because of COVID since you had you know plenty more time than you'd normally do to put an album together? I don't know if we really took extra time. I will tell you this, the chemistry between this group of guys uh, is very strong. And um, I've been involved in many, many albums, as you probably know from looking at my history. Um, and, and these, as much as I'd love to tell you that, oh, you know, we had to put a ton of work into this and it was hard and we really labored, you know, and all this stuff. It's like, it wasn't like that. I mean, Chaos and this album were two of what I considered the easiest albums that, that I've ever been involved in because the chemistry with the members, you know, anybody, anything that's missing, any idea that, the, you know, like the song is almost there, but not quite, you know, there's, there's somebody coming in and filling the gaps. It's truly a team effort. And so from that perspective, you know, it, it really, we didn't spend more time. And I will tell you that, that it was a fairly easy process to make this record. Well, here's the title track from Blood in the Water from Flotsam and Jetsam, as I'll have more with Ken Mary coming up on Back to the Arena, the interviews.
conversation and more rock coming up after this quick break. We are back on this retro episode of Back to the Arena, the interviews, talking with Ken Mary, the drummer from Flotsam and Jetsam, back from 2021. Ken, uh, let's talk about you uh, for a couple of minutes. Uh, this is your second album, as I mentioned, with Flotsam and Jetsam. And before that, you were in bands like House of Lords, uh, Alice Cooper, Chastain, TKO. I, I used to love TKO. I had the cassette back in the day. Played that all the time. Fifth Angel, another band, uh, just to name a handful. What are the differences uh, in Flotsam and Jetsam versus the bands you've been in in the past? Well, you know, it's it's just like making this album. You know, there are some similarities and there are some differences, of course. And, you know, uh, I just think that, uh, you know, the, the big difference between Flotsam and Jetsam and any of these other bands is, um, you know, let's just take, you know, for instance, maybe an Alice Cooper record or a House of Lords album. You know, there's a, there's a producer there telling you, hey, I want you to keep it simple. I want you to, you know, fit the music and, you know, do all, you know, I want you to, you know, they have a certain way that they're thinking of something for whether it's radio or whatever. And in Flotsam and Jetsam, it's like the the best way I could tell you what the band is like is, you know, it, it would be like if you had five guys in cars driving around like a, a small track and they're put in the the, the gas pedal is is locked down to full speed the entire time. I mean, the band is like, you know, it should be a train wreck because you got the drums going crazy. You got the bass going crazy. The guitars are going insane. There's vocals all over the place. You know, you got five guys going full out pedal to the metal all the time. And it shouldn't work like like if you put it on paper and you go, OK, we're going to have all these drum fills. We're going to have all these bass fills. We're going to have all this guitar solo stuff. We're going to have all these things going on. It doesn't work on paper. And for whatever reason, <laughs> you know, you listen to a Flotsam album and it's just like, you know, it just rips your face off. And there's all this stuff going on constantly. And it makes it really interesting. And somehow. And we don't even know how, but it's still musical. It, it makes sense, and, and it all works together. And we we can't even tell you how. I think you know how. It's it's Flotsam and Jetsam, right? <laughs> exactly. So you know, you mentioned, and I mentioned Alice Cooper. You know, one of the most interesting rockers ever. Do you have a crazy story that you could tell us about Alice? I mean, I'm sure there's got to be many. Well, there's tons of different stories. I mean, uh, <laughs> but one of the one of the ones that I like the most is just to show that he is literally like one of the coolest guys on the planet. And I, and I'll give you a story, an example. I'll try to keep it brief, but it's going to take just a bit here. Um, I was on my first tour with Alice. I was very young. I was very excited. You know, I, I mean, we're playing, you know, coliseums of filled with people that are going nuts and we're doing live broadcasts on MTV. And, you know, it's just a I'm just in a, a circus world that that was right out of like my mental fantasies. You know, it was just like this incredible you know, uh, tour to be on. And so the drums started getting a little complicated, you know, probably, you know, 10 shows into the tour, you know, it started turning into like a little bit of a drum solo in every song. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, just to show you how cool Alice is like, like he, you know, it was getting a little crazy and he, he pulled me aside. He goes, you know, Hey Ken, maybe you could, you know, maybe you could tone it back a little bit. You know, that's all he said to me. And I was like, wow, you know, something must be going on because Alice was, you know, never, you know, really got involved in the music. I mean, he had a musical director and, you know, he really, he really, as long as the songs were good, you know, he was good. And, 
Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, I asked the sound man if he could give me a board mix from the previous night. So he gave me the board mix and I was, you know, listening back, I was like stunned and I'm going like, man, the drums are just walking all over everything. And you know, it was really out of hand. And so, uh, you know, I, I immediately changed back, but my, my thought, my impression was, you know, here is rock and roll hall of fame, Alice Cooper. He could have been like, dude, man, you're stepping on the songs, you know, pull it back. What are you doing? You know, like it could have been like that, but he's, he wasn't, all he said was like, you know, maybe you could tone it back a little bit, which just shows you the kind of guy he is. I mean, he's just a super nice guy, you know, uh, and one of the greatest guys to work for. So anyway, um, I just, I think that's a funny story kind of showing like, you know, who he is. So, yeah, I've heard from so many people that, uh, that Alice is a great guy. I've never met him. So, but, uh, it's just seems to be that way. So I appreciate that story. Oh, I never actually met him either. Um, so <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I always said that to people that were like, well, wh what do you think of Alice? I was like, I don't know. I never met him. You know, it's like uh, you toured with him for years and never met him. No, no. He was always in a different part of the bus. And, you know, so I always joke with people about that. But yes, he, he is. He's a fantastic guy. Super intelligent, too. Um, and and, uh, you know, just just a more, just a down to earth. Uh, great guy. Back to the album uh, Blood in the Water. Which songs? Are you looking forward to playing live once you can get out there and play and why? Well, honestly, and, and this is going to be, you know, I always try to be honest in interviews uh, because I think there's, you know, that's why people are interviewing you. Right. But, um, <laughs> you know, honestly, there's not one bad song on this album that I wouldn't want to play. And I'm being a hundred percent honest. I, I don't think there's a bad track on the whole album. And, and I think everybody else in the band feels that way as well. So whatever we end up playing live, I, you know, usually it's the singles, you know, usually it's going to probably be burn the sky brace for impact, maybe blood in the water. Um, Cause those are going to be, I mean, excuse me, those are the singles. So um, it'll probably be two or three, you know, maybe we'll play all three. It just depends on how much time the show is. And uh, you know, certainly there's other songs I would love to play off the album, like cry for the dead uh, seven seconds to the end of the world. Um, you know, there's, there's so many great tracks, uh, you know, uh, a place to die is another great track. I mean, there's, there's so many great songs on the album, in my opinion. I mean, and I say this, you know, because I was a Flotsam fan back in the day and, you know, joining the band is like something that, you know, it's been a great experience, but I still try to look at the band as a fan. And for me, you know, I just love all these songs. That's interesting that you still look at it as a fan. It's almost uh, like the rock star movie, you know, only you're on drums instead of the front man. Sure. <laughs> which, which again is the most important and the coolest element of any band. <laughs> we, we, we heard that earlier and we can't, we can't uh, disagree. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you why I'll give you the, I'll give you the, now I'm going to give you the why, why are drums the coolest instrument known to man? And here you go. Okay. I'm just going to, I'm going to, going to say a form of music and I'm going to say, take the drums out. And what are you left with? I mean, rap, take the drums out. What are you left with? Country music, take the drums out. What are you left with? Rock music, take the drums out. What are you left with? I mean, think about some of these songs. I mean, take the flotsam drums out. What are you left with? <laughs> yeah. You're left, so, with, you're left with glee is what you're left with. <laughs> you're left with something that is not ripping your face off. That's for sure. We are out of Indianapolis and they're starting to schedule some shows here and there. When can people expect to start seeing uh, tour dates from you guys? Well, we've certainly been on hiatus for long enough. We had a year's 
worth of dates canceled. And we're certainly looking back, or excuse me, looking forward to getting back to, you know, being around the fans and, and just saying hello and, right. and, and, you know, shaking hands. And, and, you know, we really love our fans. I mean, that's something I can, I can put on the show real quick too, is, you know, we, we, we aren't one of these bands that, you know, likes to stay aloof. I mean, we really do enjoy meeting the people and, and the Flotsam fans are just great fans. I mean, they're super nice. Um, they're, they're awesome people. And, uh, so we'd love to get out as soon as possible. Um, obviously it's totally not within our power to, you know, to say when it looks like we may be trying to do some dates in August, like a short run in the U S maybe 10 days or two weeks. Uh, we don't know for sure if that's going to happen, but we're going to, we're, we're trying to assemble that now. Um, we're supposed to go on tour in Europe in January of 2022, um, we don't know for sure. You know, we are talking to our agents and, and looking carefully at what's happening there. They're still in pretty serious lockdown compared to mm-hmm. the U.S. So, you know, they, there's we still don't know for sure if that's going to happen, but we're certainly hopeful. So if 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 everything works out all right, you know, we'll be in the U.S., you know, this end of the summer, probably the fall. And then we'll be in Europe um, after the first of the year. And uh, plans uh, in the meantime, while you're waiting for all this to clear up? Well, you know, all of us are busy, you know, doing session work and studio work. And, um, you know, uh, it's just, you know, what will we be doing? I mean, I'm sure we'll be probably doing some more writing. Um, you know, on this last album, one thing I will tell you is, you know, we really didn't have much prepared uh, going into the record. And, and it kind of, you know, was another thing that kind of scared us a little bit because we, you know, you kind of go like was chaos a fluke, you know, because it was so easy and we really, you know, as a band, I think we all love the album. Um, and, you know, we were, we were concerned about being able to, to do that again. So, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, for, for us now, it, I mean, it just seems like there's a, there's a, a thing happening and a chemistry happening, but again, we didn't have much in the can and this time it would be nice, you know, now that we do have some time, you know, what are we going to be doing? Hopefully we're going to be doing some writing for the next album so that we're not, you know, coming to the time where it's time to record and we don't have anything like this one. Well, you know, the new album is out June 4th was the release date. Uh, if you don't have it already, you got to go out and get it. Uh, the website, which I love the name of your website, flotstilldeath.com. Uh, social media, uh, Facebook at flotsamandjetsam.official. Ken Mary from Flotsam and Jetsam, thank you for joining us on the show today. Thank you so, so much for having me, DC. Have a great day. All right, you too. Appreciate it. All right, take care. Here's another song from the Blood and the Water album from Flotsam and Jetsam. This is Too Many Lives on Back to the Arena, the interviews.
Flotsam and Jetsam off of Blood in the Water. I want to thank Ken Mary for joining us on this retro episode as we are running through a handful of retro classic interviews that we did on Back to the Arena, the radio show, which you can get more information about at backtothearenashow.com. Please follow us, subscribe to us, and let a friend know about the great interviews and the great music on Back to the Arena, the interviews. Bye-bye for now. Click subscribe and catch the next episode of Back to the Arena, the interviews. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast.